this is how you know when you're out of uh, practice, when you're now on your fourth attempt to try to record just the start of this thing. Anyway, uh, right. Uh, welcome back. When we last left our heroes, uh, the, the team was the crew. We have a crew now of, of the Zebulon hiring was trying to make their way back to the Mori Empire. Yeah, we got a crew and then we promptly blasted ourselves completely outside the galaxy just about. Uh, but in any case, uh, we're trying to get our way back to the Mori Empire to uh, spike the wheels of this sort of scheme that these extra dimensional beings have, these Nephilim things, you know, for want of a, of a more accurate name. These extra dimensional beings who've managed to uh, get locked out of eating this particular galaxy um, or ruining it or whatever. Um, and they apparently have found a way, some wiggle room to get back in here. And we need to prevent that from happening because it involves exploiting the wisps uh, like K that we've been working with for so long in this particular campaign. So that's what we're trying to do. Get back to more Empire and then figure out what we can do. Mostly that boils down to now that uh, Arnav and Earl both remember their part in their sort of compulsion that was at, um, having us act on these things behalf, um, we can kind of stop that on, on our side of things. We can stop helping, um, but there's at least one other person out there who has been working on behalf of these things these Nephilim or whatever. Um, probably somebody from uh, Meridian Station or, or that contingent since it all came down to a big showdown uh, that where, where a Wisp first interacted with a bunch of different E-drives at the same time. And the only other group that was around at the time was Meridian and... <clears throat> well, anyway, but first, we gotta get back to more Empire. And we've got a little ways to go yet to do that because we're trying to get back to more Empire and it is a bit of a formidable task to to manage that. So many miles to go before we can rest. Still nowhere near here. It's amusing that we're just gonna put the Zebulon Harding way over here. It's like, wait, how far down can we go? Further? Yeah, let's go down further. There, look how far out that is. Oh, wait, can't see it. There we go. Wow, empty space, nothing much. Um, right, so the last time that we saw them, uh, it's a little while ago. It wasn't that long, but as predicted, Things were crazy uh, with the graduation and everything like that. So um, been a little bit, but uh, so as uh, with the last scene that we saw, sort of Earl in, in, in where where the the bridge of the ship was sort of in fast fast forward, but Earl really kind of staying static there in the middle, you know, occasionally drinking coffee or whatever, but but kind of stoically just present for the entire you know jump after jump after jump, while other people were sort of coming in and out and in. In, in high speed, fast forward, while he remained. Um, uh, we took, uh, we had one of our jumps. It didn't quite go exactly the way we want, but we're burning up some supply. We're burning up some momentum, uh, which we'll try to kind of, you know, see that reflected as we're, as we're moving forward. So uh, first scene here, I think, I don't think we even said really where we were landing on the last one. I can check the last couple. Yeah, we didn't really say what our most recent arrival thing was. So let's find out where we're actually coming out here. We see the ship emerge from yet another jump. And uh, are we hmm, are we getting back out of the expanse? Are we still far out in the expanse? I'm saying it's about a 50-50 chance we're still in the expanse. Are we still in the expanse at this time? Yes, we're still in the expanse. So we're gonna go back down here. Uh, look for space sightings and we're in the expanse submit dense nebula cloud 
interesting thing to have out on the edge of a galaxy, I think. That feels unlikely, but you know what? Space is weird, and sometimes strange things happen. So, uh, dense nebula cloud, and we don't have any perils or anything. I don't think we're, maybe there's a star. Not gonna worry about any of that kind of stuff, but we might, hmm. You know what I'm gonna do? Let's take a look down here into characters, and we're gonna do, hmm, okay. Yeah, I'm just looking for something here where I can get a sense of, put in another wrinkle into the story. Um, cause again, I don't just want to do jump after jump after jump and just be rolling all that stuff. I know that's what we're narrating, but I don't, it's kind of boring to just do, um, cause we're talking about a lot of jumps, right? And I don't want to spend forever on this trip at the same time. I want to be able to give it its due diligence. So what I rolled here, uh, which I'll show you here is a, uh, I, I just rolled on the plant side opportunity, uh, for a life giving like a life, a life bearing world. Um, and I got a straight 100, which is a vantage point reveals a key lay of the land. Um, I was just basically looking for something that would happen. I said life-giving because it's more likely to be an opportunity or some sort of event that happens when, you know, having to do with people. we got people on the ship, so let's see what we can do. In this case, vantage point reveals the key lay of the land. So we come in um, out of this jump and we see we're not in the midst of a nebula, but we can see one. It's very prominent. I always think of Eve when I think of this, like flying around the Galente space and Eve because there's a couple of very prominent um, nova or, or nebulas that are very much part of the skybox, the sort of the horizon, um, depending on where you're flying. You can kind of tell where you're at, depending on where the where the nebulae are um, relevant to all that kind of stuff. And I think of that where it's very kind of pretty. Um, and I think that vantage point or opportunity, we come up in there and there we see coming out of the jump, and then we see a lot more light in the bridge on Earl coming from the from the from the front viewports. Um, obviously, a much brighter area. You get this when you're in like a dark living room and suddenly it's a lot better, it's a lot brighter lit because like the screen is suddenly showing something uh, bright on the TV. Same kind of thing, right? It's all lit up. And you see Earl who's not really looking, he's looking at screens and stuff like that and the light kind of shines on his face and he kind of looks up and is like, huh, huh, wait a minute. And Arnav's kind of walking on the bridge and looking up at this big, at the bright kind of, you can see him looking at what's clearly the glow from this thing. He goes, is that? And I'm like, yeah yeah it is i know that one and so so yeah uh was arnav's like yeah i kind of feel like i've seen that a couple times outside a window too does that thing have a name i don't know i called it uh the nebula pain when we were stuck inside of it nebula pain okay it's not the most enticing name i've ever heard well no but if i know where that is and now we're looking at this thing right here i know where that is i know where we are and I know how far, and he goes, that's pretty far away. Yeah, it's still pretty far away, but we do know where we are, don't we? And, and Earl lets out this kind of just deep, like, listen, why don't you, says Arnav, why don't you go get some some rack time? Man, you look just seven kinds of hammered shit right now. Thanks, thanks very much there, uh, there, pal. No, you know what I mean. It's just, you're just, uh, you've been up here for something like five straight shifts. Just get some rack time. Like you say, we know where we are. Zeb? Yes, Arnav. Yes, Arnav. Listen, if you know where we are, do you think you can start getting us closer into some uh, landmarks that we recognize? Absolutely. I'll keep an eye on things up here and help out Zeb. Get some rack time. And, okay. Um, yeah, Earl's going to kind of give a little bit on this and head back to uh, back to this thing. We're going to... What's likely to happen? question I have is what's likely to happen 
if we explore a waypoint here, are we going to get results that are useful for like finding out stuff about, uh, you know, give us kind of a hint forward, that kind of thing. Let's see. I go to explore a waypoint. On a strong hit, choose one. Find an opportunity, vision of favorable insight, situation, resource, or encounter. Take plus two momentum or gain progress. Well, yeah, why don't we, why don't we do that? Roll plus wits, huh? I think I can get behind that. And when I explore a waypoint, I take plus one momentum on a hit when you finish that. Okay, so I get a little bit of a bonus kind of in terms of momentum when I explore a waypoint, which is fine. And I don't think there's anything with the ship that gives me bonuses on that. Nope, doesn't look like it. So that's fine. We'll, we're gonna, we are still gonna do the, um, the move though, because I think that's a pretty good one. So now that we know, again, that we, we know where we are in space in theory, we recognize that nebula, at least we think we do. Um, we're going to explore the waypoint and see, you know, what we can what we can learn from the situation. So uh, let's give her a roll. We're going to be doing wits, and we don't get a bonus onto the roll, but we do get an extra momentum on the result, regardless of whatever else happens. So let's take a look at that while Earl is headed back into rack time. That's a miss. Fuck. Okay. Super. Really, really glad that. Um, that we decided to do this. Okay, explore a waypoint. When you divert, when you miss, you encounter an immediate hardship or threat and must pay the price. On a miss with a match, you may instead confront chaos, which I'm glad it wasn't that, but I would kind of self-evident what would probably be happening there. But let's look at pay the Okay, so Earl's headed back to his bunk and let's take a look at pay the price. Uh... What does pay the price suggest? You face a tough choice. I think there's something really important to remember about this game. And uh, Josh uh, said, Josh Mann said something really kind a, a couple of sessions ago. He said, I, you know, I make the story work because I'm so familiar with the game system. Uh, his words, not mine. <laughs> I feel like a complete novice at this sometimes. Um, but that's mostly because I'm, I'm just, you know, whatever. I'm kind of dumb about me sometimes, but. I think people talk, especially early days with Iron Sworn, um, about how deadly the system is and how easy it is to die and stuff like that. Always pay the price. Always roll, pay the price, and challenge yourself to come up with ways to make your results work. Um, and don't take the obvious thing. Um, it's not always about that. It's about weird things happening, right? Um, we're not going to learn anything. So what we know from this role, here's what we know from this role, the series of roles that we've actually done here. Uh, what we know is we're not going to gain any extra information from, from exploring this waypoint. We know where it's at. It's not going to give us any extra mo momentum. It's not going to give us any extra benefit um, knowing that right now. It's nice. It's comfort maybe, but it's not going to tell us anything else. So we know that. We know we're not learning anything extra from that. That's, that's thing number one. Thing number two that we know is that we're going to have to face a tough choice as part of this stop, this this part of the layover. It doesn't have to be about the navigation, right? It doesn't have to be about where we're going to go next. We just have to face a tough choice. So the thing to understand is, like, I just failed. I don't have to take damage. I don't. I, the game's not. I mean, there's certainly if you get in the. To be fair to those people who say that, I avoid fights in this game. Not in Starforged in general, but this campaign, I tend to avoid fights because 
uh, Earl is bad at them. I'm bad at iron and I'm bad at edge. And those are the two stats that are pretty prevalent in those kinds of things. I'm not good at them, so I avoid them. But you know what? I had a combat person who was constantly dipping into stuff in the last game in the Iron Sworn, and she did fine. She got the shit beat out of her every so often, but there are other options. And uh, this is not, you know, in another game where you would just be taking hit point damage or your ship would be taking damage or some goofy thing, I have a tough choice instead. Sorry for the tangent, but it's kind of important stuff to know. So... As Earl's kind of shuffling back to his bunk, uh, Fidget's there. I'm going to be a complete nerd about this, and I'm going to roll dice. And I'm just rolling a couple of oracles to kind of get a sense of this, but I have an idea what this is probably. So the oracle is simply, in this case, I'm going to say it's 50-50. Is, is, is Fidget running into him in the hallway, in a, in a passageway, or is she waiting in his quarters? And the answer to that is no. And it was a no twice, so top notch so she's in she's in one of the passageways so he comes around and he pra he basically comes around the corner and he damn near just plows into her because he's not really paying attention he's pretty tired um i've had a couple of very late nights and very early mornings for work stuff right now so i'm kind of channeling this a little bit myself you can kind of tell from my really good hair uh and he's like oh sorry fidge sorry i just she's like oh you just yeah it's all right it's all right you you uh yeah, I know. I look like seven kinds of hammered shit. Oh, I wasn't going to steal Arnav's best line. I was just, you look like you need some rest. Are you headed to lie down? And, uh, yeah, yeah, they're checking things out. We got a landmark we maybe recognized from back in the pyre, so should we, we should be getting a little bit closer. Oh, good, good. That's good news. And he's like, yeah, uh, well, uh... She's like, do you want um, to be alone? So this is the tough choice, right? Here's a tough choice. Things are very complex right now. And there's a lot of high emotions about all the stuff that's been going on. And Earl is tired. And Fidget and him haven't exactly been seeing eye to eye. They got some kind of history that he still doesn't quite entirely fully understand. Ah. Uh. This, and the thing is, this is a tough choice for the player, for the for Earl. There's no... That's not true. There are lots of easy answers. There are very easy answers, uh, provided nobody gives any thought whatsoever to consequences. There are lots of easy answers. <sighs> fidget, fidget, what are we doing? Shoot. This is not something that you roll an oracle on. I mean, I suppose if I was GMing it and a player wanted to roll, I'm not going to tell them no, but I am going to call them a damn coward. So, we are going to have to... What I'm going to say, what Earl is going to say, is, after a little bit of a pause and proper eye contact, is, I, I don't, no, I don't, want, I don't want to be alone. But things aren't simple right now, and I can't just do what I want, and I can't let anything complicate things any worse than they already are. I just, we can't have any more complicated right now. Now I will, because it's talking about the NPC and I don't control the NPCs entirely. Uh, what Earl is saying is, you know, this would be great, but it can't be a big thing. It, 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 it just, and he'd probably say a lot better, a lot differently if he wasn't tired. Um, he's more warning her off than anything else that this isn't a, necessarily a great time for meaningful good things. 
So the thing I am I am going to roll an oracle for is is fidget okay with simple? That's a poetic way of saying it, isn't it? And I'm just trying to think of all the stuff that's going on because this is the kind of situation where I feel like emotions have been running high, things have been very dangerous, things have been very scary. There's a lot of weird stuff going on, and is this just a situation where people just want some comfort, regardless of what it could mean later, all that kind of stuff? Are they going to think about it too deeply or what? And I don't know. And I feel like when I don't know, I just kind of throw things up to a 50-50. Because I can see arguments for her saying, okay, that's, you know, I'm glad you're very honest, but yeah, that's not going to work for me or something else. So uh, we are going to go right here and ask the question, is fidget okay with simple? Yes or no? 24. Fidget is better than 50% okay with simple. So she kind of walks up and kind of nods a little bit and she says, simple sounds good. Come on, move, old man. Go. I'm right behind you. And he kind of looks at her like he's checking to make sure she's not, that she means it. And then he kind of turns around and shuffles off. There's our hard choice. And we say it's simple and it can't be complicated. And we all know, we all know that this is absolutely going to make things more complicated. Good job, Earl. Good freaking job, you, you fool, you fool. A tender moment for Earl and Fidget. We kind of like that. The shippers watching the TV show are going crazy for Fidgerl. Fidgerl? Earl Alexis? What is the ship name for these? The ship name for these folks? Earl Alexis. I like Earl Alexis. Anyway, all right. So we're going to go on. And while that's happening, and they're going in, we, they see them kind of go into the, um, in the, in the uh, Earl's quarters. We cut back to the ship and Arnav kind of talking with um, Zeb. And uh, all right, Zeb, take it away. And we are going to undertake an expedition. We're moving, we're staying vigilant, rolling wits, and no modifiers on this, I don't think. And we get a weak hit. That's all right. So on a weak hit for undertake the expedition, we are jumping and on a weak hit, we hit, we reach the waypoint, envision the location, mark progress, uh, but this progress costs you. Choose one, suffer cost and root, make the suffer move or two suffer moves, face peril at the waypoint. Our supply is down to two already, so I'm not gonna be taking more of a supply hit. So in fact, I'm not inclined to take a lot of suffer moves right now. So instead we're gonna be taking face peril at the waypoint. So we are going to go with envision location mark progress. Uh, let's mark our progress. And then we'll go back over to the oracles and space sighting for are we inside of let's let's ask the oracle again are we finally inside of the outlands at least and i think that's probably likely yes we are inside the outlands so we're rolling for the outlands area and we're getting a precursor vault peril at the waypoint in the form of a precursor vault um okay burning yellow star Let's look down at the precursor vault stuff. Shit. Location. Orbital. Cool. What's the planet? Jovian world. Big, massive gas planet with dense gases surrounding a small rocky core. Okay, so we've got a metallic dispersed structures. Large, elaborate, transforming, metallic transforming machine of dispersed structures orbiting a Jovian world. That's what we encounter. And the spaceborne peril. Power fails. Son of a bitch. 
Ah, okay. Dang it. All right. Because the thing is, I I should stop. I really should stop. I'm a little, I'm more than a little tired. I'm extremely tired, and I want to do right by this. I'm gonna have to do another one really quick, guys. So you're gonna get probably. I'm I'm gonna have to figure out a way to squeeze one of these things in here. Uh this weekend or something i've got some craziness coming up my my daughter's around this weekend so i like to do stuff with the kids and do game stuff with the kids when i can oh man but this is pretty sick uh and then uh, the next night that i kind of have free my sister's going to be in town because we're going up to yellowstone to run a, a tra do a trail run in yellowstone a half marathon trail run in yellowstone in about a week and a half um so i'm not going to have a lot of time to do this i have to find time to do this okay so little touching mo sorry this is a short one guys but it is what it is I, I i wanted to be able to do something but this is what i've got right now in the tank touching moment we're gonna jump we're gonna move we're gonna land at a gas giant um with a precursor vault orbiting it and as soon as we figure out what it is the power fails in the ship that is not awesome we're gonna get right about here we'll say and we're going to put this Jovian planet out here next to the Zebulon Harding with the precursor vault around it. Super duper. And that's where we're going to start things up next time. All right. Mm. Guys, I'm sorry this one is short, but I actually, I, I like it a little bit because it lets us focus a little bit on a, a bit of an unusual move and that, you know, how to, how to use like a hard choice in a way that isn't immediately obvious and things like that. So I kind of like that. I love that scene. I, and I, to be fair, I really love that scene. I think it's, I think it's great. I love that this game delivers kind of. There's some other Ironsworn hacks I've been looking at lately, and one of them sort of based on like Stardew Valley. Um, I've been working on one for a while that's meant to be like a high school volleyball team um, stuff. I think this game has a tremendous number of permutations that are just really powerful, and it, it doesn't just do you know, rusty iron swords in, in a rainy, you know, Viking landscape or, or you know, cold, hard death space. It, it's got the capacity for delivering some really great moments. Um, you just gotta let the thing lead you a little bit away from the unexpected. I think you can get there. I'm trying to do my best. So, mm, little little bit of a moment. This would certainly not be a full episode normally, but like I said, I've had a couple of pretty uh, crazy long late evenings Anyway, so I'm going to let myself recharge a little bit, and I think I'm going to see if I can't squeeze some more of this in uh, over the weekend at some point and uh, figure out another time we can do this. All right. Thanks very much, guys. Uh, more soon, I promise, because I desperately want to know what is happening here. It's pretty cool. All right. Talk to you soon.